Hi, welcome to Discussion Delivered. I'm Val. I have a few guests here with me today. Um, I have Jenny, I have Salma, I have Shannon, and I have Jane. I want to give you guys a moment to go ahead and give your socials. Who want to go first? I'll go first. Hi, my name is Salma. You can catch me on Instagram at N-A-S-I-E-K-U underscore. My name is Jenny. You can catch me on Instagram at elegantebony underscore. Shannon? Hi, my name is Shannon. You guys can catch me on Instagram at Shannon Tensionet. Last name is C-I-N-C-H-I-N-A-C. Hi, hi, my name is Jane. Um, you can see me on Instagram at Jane M A S H I P A I. Awesome. So I want to thank you guys first for joining me today. The topic is going to be juicy. So today we're going to be talking about courting. We're going to be talking about dating rules, deal breakers, and cutting someone off. I know you guys have plenty to say about that. So I'm just going to start off with my first question. What's the actual meaning of dating to you? Um, just let me know who wants to go first and chime in. So what's the actual meaning of dating to you guys? Hey, so I'm Jane. Um, so I feel like the meaning of dating someone is that you guys know that you guys are more than friends. Um, you don't necessarily, like dating and dating around, you can date more than one person at one time, um, but you know that it's in like a romantic setting rather than just like a just friend setting. And I feel like, especially for girls, like it's easy for girls to like know if a guy is just friends or like more than that. But for guys, it's a little more um, like wishy-washy because, um, Guys, I feel like they they might take like they might do advances even though you might like it might not like it. But at least for girls, like you know, if you're like more than friends with someone rather than just friends. Um, but I feel like that's also different from dating exclusively. But at least for dating, just regular dating, um, you just know that you're more than friends. Definitely, I could totally agree with that. Um, I want to say something to add on. Dating is definitely different from a relationship. Okay. And what do you mean? I feel like she said you could date more than one person at a time. All right. I, I like the I like where you're going with this topic because I was kind of thinking about that. So go ahead. Elaborate. Um, as opposed to a relationship, it's just exclusive. Okay. All right. Um, the reason why I wanted to, you to elaborate on that conversation, because I know this could be a real biased topic right now since it's all ladies in here. But I know a lot of times us ladies, we want to be that one person that the person is talking to. So do we have an issue with guys dating other people while they're dating us? Or do you guys feel like dating means like you're exploring to see what it is that you like? Um, I would say for me, as long as intentions are clear, so if both parties know, like, because people, again, have different definitions of dating. So as long as they have that conversation, like, hey, by the way, we're still dating, you know, I'm still seeing other people, whatever it may be, then that would be fine. But just making that clear, like, this is what dating means to me, 
this is what dating means to you, whatever it may be, and like meeting in the middle and agreeing with that and understanding that. I love to hear it. So all um, ultimately making your intentions clear at the start of the relationship so that both parties know what it is that, you know, what we're doing here. Um, Jane, Shannon, I mean, I know Jane chimed in. Shannon, what do you want to say? <laughs> okay. Well, for me, dating is we're just dating each other. And we'll, I would make that clear from the beginning. Like, hey, we're just dating each other. Like, we're not talking to other people. Only because I feel as though I'm at the age where I'm like, we doing this or we're not doing this. So let's date to see what's going to, you know, let's see if we like each other. But let's put it, you know, let's put all our guys, not all our guys, how do you say that? All, all your eggs, eggs in, in one basket. basket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, I'm going to put all my eggs in this basket and let's see if we like this or not. I t- That's how I see it. I totally get where you're coming from. I and I know that we're, you know, especially like you said, at this age, you know, maybe dating was something different for us back when we were in college. You know, now we're approaching this age where a lot of our friends are either getting married or like starting families. And, you know, is this something like we're really thinking about a lot? So when you are dating, you clearly want to make your intentions clear, right? So, yeah, no, I definitely agree with, like, a lot of what you guys had to say because intentions definitely have to be heard. Um, Me, I know I always made my intentions clear. Even when I was younger, I was just like, "Um, yeah, no, I don't want you to think that you can sit here and play me. (laughs) So, like, I made my intentions clear very early on so that there's no, like, miscommunication there. So um, does anybody else want to? you know, add. All right. So I'm gonna move on to the next question. This could be a little controversial. Um, when do you think it's okay to become physical with the person you're dating? Anytime you want. (laughs) Come on guys, elaborate on that. What you mean? Anytime you want. We're all grown adults here. Yeah. Um, I really don't think there's a time frame. (laughs) I mean, I agree, but again, it's like intentions. What do we both agree with? Like, are you okay with getting physical? Maybe the first date or whatever it may be. If you're not, as long as both parties give consent, consent is the most important thing. So as long as both parties are aware and they agree on it, then hey, whatever you want to do. Does anyone yeah, else? Yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. So I agree. It can be like any time you want. I feel like the intentions that you set in the beginning are the ones that, like, um, determine how the relationship is going to flow. So if you say that, like, you want something and then you decide to get intimate with someone, then they're not they're not going to change their opinion on you just because you decided to do what you did with them, you know? But then there's other people. It's like if you don't make your intentions clear, then it gets wishy-washy, you know? So it is anytime you want, as long as everyone knows what's happening here. Well, for me, I um, I have my own opinion on this. For me, I'm just like, no, listen, you want to do this? You better put a ring on it. <laughs> and I know that sounds really cliche, especially um, just in the times that we're in. It sounds really cliche, but for me, I'm like, no. If you really want to be with me, you'll just marry me because I don't have time. 
once again, I think it's all about like what you want in life. And I know for me, what I want in life is like, listen, if I'm, I'm getting close to 30 and we're going to do this, we're going to do it the right way. And, you know, everybody has their own right or wrong way. And that's okay. So I think it's just, you have to know what's your right or wrong way. For me, my right way is we got to walk down that aisle. And um, so it's just whatever you, whatever your right way is, you got to own that. So my right way is uh, are you walking down this aisle or nothing. I definitely feel what you're saying. I know we've are like you said, big on the we're at this age <laughs> literally big on that but we're at this age I don't I don't want to you know like you said cliche about oh at this age we're supposed to be this and at this age we're so supposed to have kids and be married and all this other stuff but I know that personally speaking I have done everything that I needed to do so and what I mean by that, in terms of just like education, um, experiences, um, you know, so I guess every person, there's, you're going to always want more in your life, I guess. And I guess that's why we really emphasize on at this age, because what we wanted at 22 is not the same things we want at 27. So, yeah, no, I definitely can see where you're coming from with that. Thanks for sharing. Does anybody, you know, go ahead, chime in. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go ahead and move on to the next question. So have you ever been in the same room as guys that you're talking to at the same time? <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, what do you mean? Like talking to two different guys and they're both in the same room? Yeah, like we're now we're going back to, you know, back in our young days, maybe in college, a lot of times you probably talk to a couple of people at the same time and then you guys all end up at the same party. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at the same time, but um, I know like for me, um, two guys, they know of each other, like they're like, like, this is, like, back, not back in high school. Like, we were all grew up, like, in high school, like, elementary school, whatever it may be. But um, I was friends, best friends with one guy, and he was a friend that I caught feelings for, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, and then the other guy, he, I liked him since, like, freshman year, but it was, like, a little crush, whatever it may be. It wasn't nothing serious. Uh, was but, then, <laughs> but then, um, let's say college, let's say fresh, not freshman, like, soft sophomore junior year that was when like it was like okay you know let's talk for like a little bit but it wasn't like we were in a relationship so I wouldn't say they were in the same room but I'm pretty sure they talked and they know about each other or whatever it may be or know like you know about me or whatever it may be but I didn't do anything with the the guy the friend who I liked who didn't like me back I mean he did but it was just like he just wasn't ready for me. It's okay. <laughs> but for the other guy, it wasn't really. It was just mainly just like making out. It wasn't like, you know, like sex or anything like that. But we just enjoyed each other's company, I think. So that was about it. But never in the same room. They just that they know they know each other. Anybody else? Um, I haven't. No, go ahead. Um, I don't think I've been in the same room with two guys that I'm talking to. But I've definitely been in the same room with two guys who want me <laughs> <laughs> oh lord how does that feel like I feel so awkward when like 
even if it's not the same guy, like two guys that I'm talking to, let's say it's just, you know, the guy that I, I'm with and somebody that of my past and we're like at the gym together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like that irks my soul. Like, I'm just like, I'm just hoping like, please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Cause for some reason, like, I don't know why my past just feels the need to just come party. They just seriously, they just have to say hi. They have to make their presence known. And I'm just like, are you not ashamed? (laughs) (laughs) So what do you do when you when that happens? I act like it's all cool, but deep down inside, I'm like, like I said, just don't talk to me, don't talk to me. But when they say hi, it's just like, oh, yo, what's up? Like, how's it going? (laughs) And then I'm just like, keep it trucking, like, you know, head down, like, please don't see me. (laughs) You know, that's actually, it's really funny because going through COVID, you know, wearing the mask is awesome Mm -hmm. because faces are just unrecognizable. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I didn't bump into nobody when I was wearing my mask. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to see how this summer goes, right? (laughs) What else? Do, um, what do you guys have to say about um, that question, though? I want to hear what you guys got to say. Um, for me, it's funny because I've always dated like total opposites. Either somebody that's like literally my age, and then somebody that's like ten years older than me. <laughs> so they were never in the same situation. Like one of them's at home, and then the other one was either out and about. So thankfully for me, I don't want to have to say I played it smart, but uh, <laughs> the old guy, the young guys, they just never in the same environment. Um, I feel like I've definitely been in somewhere where at least like two guys that either like one is like my my like um, romantic interest and the other one is like quote unquote quote unquote from my past. But like not really. But I feel like I've definitely been in the same place as them. Um, but I feel like I just keep it cool. Like I don't really I don't really do anything crazy and they don't do anything crazy. So, you know, it's like the vibe just flows. But I mean I've definitely been in the situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, definitely awkward situation. But I guess as you go through it, like you you learn to just like, you know what, whatever, like you're a part of the past. Like, I'm not even worried about that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my new man is just, like, better than you anyway. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? So, nah, I feel you guys. Um, so, the next question I want to get into is deal breakers. Let's talk about some of y'all deal breakers. What's some deal? Like, okay, a deal breaker for me is just, like, I'm so OCD, so, like, mess. Like, <laughs> mess is really a deal breaker for me. But um, would at the same time, like, you're probably not even going to really know mm-hmm. yet, like, in the beginning. Because do you guys realize that guys, they always try to act like they're all picture perfect. Their room is so perfectly clean when you guys first start dating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, have you guys seen the true colors come out? as you're dating um your the person whoever it is that you're dating a hundred percent yes <laughs> so what are some deal breakers for you um Sama. like you just said mess and just being dirty and not clean 
I feel like that's one of my biggest turn turnoffs. And um, I know this might sound shallow, but your dress game. <laughs> oh, Marissa, that is not shallow. <laughs> not shallow. What you got to say, Jade? It's not shallow. It's not. That's a real thing. Come on, if I'm looking fly, you gotta look fly. Hello. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I am big on the like your rep- representation of me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So us girls got all agree, exactly. like, um, you know, like, and a lot of times I don't know, cause there are some guys that are just like super like clean and they make sure they come out appropriately. And there are some guys that's just like, whatever, I don't really care. So as a like person, like if you're dating, do you feel like it's your place to like, you know, get that person together? Or do you feel like, ah, oh, this is too much work. Like, <laughs> like this ain't my job. I think if you really like the person, like, you know, they've got all the characteristics, you know, like, they're just a good person overall, I'm going to have to tell you. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I'm going to just have to tell you, like, look, that's not, you don't look good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you're going to say it? Like, you don't look good? Like, how, yes. that, like, explain to me, like, tell me how you would say it for real. Because I feel like sometimes would, it's hard to have that conversation. Okay. It is. I would suggest it. Like, hey, you want to, like, let's go to the mall? so if you go to the ball you buying them clothes or he buying them clothes <laughs> oh no 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 he needs to provide his own clothes <laughs> but let's just pick and choose and that's all yeah right okay so shannon what if you suggest it and it doesn't change oh at that point i'm gonna just have to be direct look <laughs> i don't like that shirt look so those sneakers are kind of old you want for me, I tell people you want to represent yourself well. Like, love yourself. Represent who you are. When I step out, I'm representing Shannon. Nobody can represent me except for me. So that's, I've said that to somebody, honestly. <laughs> so I've told them, like, hey, be a best representative of yourself. That don't look good. Girl, just got to say it. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. Um, I would feel like I mean, less on, like, the, um, like, outward-looking side. I feel like one of my deal-breakers is someone that can't take accountability because I feel like I've been with guys that can't take accountability. Like, I will tell you X, Y, Z, like, what you did and how it makes me feel, and then, like, a guy will be, like, quiet. Like, no, like, straight up, like, quiet, and I'm like, yo, you know exactly what you did, and then you're, like, not telling me, like, or you're not responding to it. So it's like a big deal, a big thing about me. Like, I feel like I'm really upfront about things, especially if it's like, if I'm not really messing with what you're doing to me, I'm going to tell you. So it's like, if you're not going to take account of me or not see like why, like why I feel the way I do, um, that's like a big like deal breaker for me. I definitely agree. Like, where do you guys think it comes from when guys don't take accountability for certain things they do? Like, do you feel like it's just a growth factor or what? What is it that they could be dealing with? Because I, I know like where I was. Sorry, go ahead. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Okay. So, I mean, maybe it could be like a growth, quote unquote, growth factor, but it probably also stems from like, them seeing how their parents act you know um and like maybe if they have like a um a um 
like a dad or a mom that doesn't like take accountability. It's easy for them to also learn that behavior. Like all our behaviors are learned, you know? So um, it could, it could honestly, I feel like everything stems from like how childhood and like how you've seen your parents grow up or seen people around you grow up. So like, if you're not taking accountability, then it probably stems from that, to be honest. Definitely. What about you guys? Okay, to add on what Jane just said, I feel like, all right, I'm African, and I feel like in African culture, it's just centered around the men. So men don't really take accountability <laughs> for their actions. So I feel like that has to do with how boys don't like taking accountability as adults as well. It's learned behavior, like she said. It's funny yeah, you I said agree. boys. Because <laughs> if they a man, you yeah, think they're taking accountability, right? Yep. But no, like trauma definitely plays like a role in how people act. Because I know there's a lot of things that, you know, I've seen between my parents that made me feel like, okay, I don't want that in my relationship. So I know a lot of things that I have to make sure is on track so that I'm not having those same issues. So what about you guys? Um, Shannon, I feel like you were about to say something. Oh, I'm like forgetting it now. Um, okay, I just, for me, when I think of accountability, I think of like a person who doesn't want to grow. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just a lack of growth because you don't want to be accountable because you have insecurities that you won't either fulfill that goal or, you know, meet up to that standard. So I think that also can be connected to insecurities. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, just like all of you guys said, it's basically, <clears throat> obviously, yeah, you don't either you don't want to reach that goal or there's trauma that you still need to deal with. So even talking about trauma, do you guys recognize red flags early on? And, you know, like, how, what are some red flags that you guys either recognize before in your past that you either let brush off? Because I know we like to play that. Maybe I could change him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, have we been put in that situation in a maybe I could change him situation and stayed longer than we needed to? I want to say the young me, the the college me, I really overlooked all red flags, but now it's so much easier to spot them when I meet a guy just from the first interaction. Um, what was your question again? Um, basically, yeah, red flags. <laughs> like, what are some red flags? Like, what would you guys consider a red flag? Disrespect. Mm-hmm. Not being able to handle stress. Okay. I would say someone who constantly, like, tries to, like, test your boundaries or, like, try to push your boundaries Um, because, like, if they're always trying to push it, then they clearly have something on their mind that, like, they're trying to, like, get over you. Like, so pushing your boundaries is, like, a really big thing for me. It's a really big red flag. Definitely. And I feel like you see that stuff, like, early on. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I would say spitefulness, too. I think like um, who they are when they get mad definitely is a red flag like how they act towards me when they're mad okay 
Yeah, no, that mm-hmm. is definitely a ring flag because if I see you got anger issues, I'm just like, hold up, wait a minute, where is all this rage coming from? <laughs> um, I would say the relationship he has with his mother, if it's bad. Oh my that's gosh. I so agree with that. Oh my gosh. I definitely have had an experience where, you know, the person didn't have really a good relationship. Not even that the person didn't have a good relationship with their mother, but like the mom talked down, you know, a little bit on the boys as opposed to treating the girls to like princesses. Mm-hmm. So like, especially men growing up too, the way that they're talked to sometimes can influence how they also act in life. Like, don't you guys agree? Cause I feel like, I feel like a 20 three-year-old man a mom shouldn't be like sitting there like yo why you so dumb mm-hmm. i feel like yeah. i've heard like i've seen this on like Anyala before like <laughs> like you know like there's certain ways that you know because anger builds up in them and there's only but so much they can take so do sometimes do you feel like like you said a household play a role maybe they had a single mom who had to be like a dad and a mom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah what do you guys have to say? And I also think it can apply to the dad, too. Don't you think that a dad talking down to their son, it affects him the same way, too? Or mm-hmm. talking down to his wife or the 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 mother. Mm-hmm. The way that basically, like, you know how they say, like, two-parent homes are, like, very important for children when they're growing up than single-family homes? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, if you grow up and you see your parents so madly in love, they're treating each other um, right, whatever, maybe, of course... I mean, at the end of the day, it's like a personality trait. It's like what you want to pick up on is what you're going to pick up on. And if whatever you reject, you're going to reject. So if a child sees, like, you know, their parents are in love, it's like, okay, this is what love is. This is how I'm going to treat my future spouse, whatever it may be. But you know how they say a lot of people, like, if let's say a dad beats on on the mother, like that can, like that cycle can continue because it's like that's all that person, that boy, that man saw growing up. So it's like it can continue and then from generations, generations on, until that person says, okay, I'm not going to do this. I've seen my parents do it. I'm going to do the opposite. So it really depends on that child and what they want to accept and what they're not going to accept. Definitely. Yeah, because, you know, we can always say, um, you know, this is learned behavior, but we can also teach ourselves to get out of those learned behaviors because at the end of the day, it's about growth. It's about changing the person that you were yesterday to becoming the better person that you want to be tomorrow. Yeah. Agreed. Definitely. So when you start seeing these red flags, um, when do you feel like it's time to cut these people off? Cause I know sometimes toxic relationships could be hard to get out of. So when, when is it time to, like, when is y'all cut off time? Whether it's, like, dating, because, oh, especially when it comes to dating. Like, say you're just dating somebody for, like, a month or two months. <laughs> but you're like, yo, I really vibe with him. Like, we have a lot of good times together. I don't want to let this go and whatever like that. So when is the cutoff time for you in anything? Like, whether it's dating, like, why is it that you, it's time to cut that person off? And... Or whether it's in a relationship that you've been in for so long 
and you're not sure, you know, this is what you're used to? Um, I feel like if you have that conversation, like, I don't want to be the person where it's like, I see in the red, I mean, some certain red flags, it's like, okay, there's no change. Like, for example, the person is verbally abusive or physically abusive, like, just get out. But like certain situations, it's like, can you talk to the person? Are they willing to change? Let's say, are they willing to go to therapy? Are they willing to do that? It's like, do you want to take the time? It really depends on the person. Do you want to invest that time into seeing if that person can change a bit? And if not, then I feel like, yeah, it'll be time to leave if the person is not making any changes. I love how you said willingness because for sure, like willingness plays a big factor because a man that is willing to change not only for the person, but for themselves, at least that's a relationship that you can work with. And at the end of the day, we know, like, a man's not going to change for you. A man's only going to change for themselves. They, they can be stubborn. I don't want to be biased, but they can be stubborn. So um, definitely willingness. What do you guys have to say about when it's time to cut somebody off? Um, well, I definitely agree with, like, you know, with what she said. If it's, you know, physical, then, you know, you girl bounce <laughs> but like other little things honestly it's like two things for me like I'll address it and if they don't change it I'm like all right that <laughs> you're not changing <laughs> and I think for me I like really sit down and just take a mental note like yo do I want to live like this for the rest of my life with this person because granted what if I live 67 years 60 70 years with this person it's like do I really want to go through this, all this behavior? So for me, my cutoff time is like six months. If the first three months I address it and you're still not changing, like, okay, give a little more time. <laughs> like, I think six months is it. Half a year. I can't give you a whole year. That's too much. Awesome. I'm going to hold you guys there. Um, I just want to hold that thought. I want to give us a quick little break for a minute to recollect ourselves, okay? All right, so we're back. So we left off with Shannon saying that um, she would give a person about six months before she cut them off because, you know, why am I about to waste a whole entire year? <laughs> so what about um, you? Did you answer, Salma? Yeah. So go ahead. Okay, so for me, I would say after you communicate and then they don't change, I feel like that should be it. Okay, so after you communicate and they don't change, that should be it. I could agree with that, but I know I definitely been that person, oh my gosh, that allowed a relationship to last longer than it needed to be. Like, I could feel myself losing myself, you know, in this relationship because it was just like, you, why am I still here? But at the same time, uh, like, let me, maybe I could change this person, you know. So I suck at cutting people off. I know that for a fact. And also the fact of, like, possibly hurting their feelings. And I know that you're possibly not even hurting their feelings. <laughs> I think I was thinking about the guy's feelings way too much. So I used to feel like, yo, how am I going to do this? Like, how am I going to break up with them? Like, I can honestly say, like, yeah, I probably was the dump, the one that was getting dumped. <laughs> what about you guys, Shannon or Jane? Um, what I would say is, 
So, you know, there's this, like, saying or, like, this thing, like, um, everyone, like, once you, when you first meet someone, for, like, the first, like, three months, you're being their representative, right? And then after that, like, we're the representative as, like, um, who they want you to think that they are. And then after that is when they, like, actually who they, like, know who they are, you know? So, for me, I feel like if in, like, the first three months and you're, like, noticing things, and you may you might have like brought up a little some some, but like um in general they're not really changing and they're not really giving you what they need to give you. I feel like you have to cut it off because I feel like once you extend it past that is when you really, really know like who, who someone is. And if they're not on their best behavior like the first three months, then like anything after that is gonna be ten times worse because then they're gonna get comfortable with you. Um, so for me I feel like it's like the first like like after three months, you have to like re- reevaluate the relationship and what it is. Quick question: Are you guys like telling them tell. like, "Hey, you have three months to change"? Like, are you guys giving like a deadline, or is it like you're just saying in your head, "I'm giving this person six months"? Because some people could be like, "Oh, she's giving me three months. Okay, I'm going to be my best behavior for the next three months." You know, so it's like, are you guys telling them, or is this something that you that you know internally? I mean, I feel like you don't tell someone, like, directly, like, I'm giving it three months, you know, because I feel like that would be, like, a little bit, like, too direct or, like, too weird. But I feel like also um, when you know yourself and, like, you know, like, okay, so I'm getting into this with someone, I'm going to give, like, it's, like, I feel like in that three months, if you're getting what you need, then then you can keep going with it. But, like, if you're not getting what you need after three months, it only gets worse, you know? No, I could agree with the whole, like, a lot of times. Because I think what Jane was trying to say before was that a lot of times guys act on their best behavior the first three months and then the real, their true colors start coming out after that. And I could agree because, you know, we, I guess we would call the first three months like the honeymoon stages. So I feel like if a guy is acting weird and shady within the first three months, which, you know, this is, like I said, I've been in this situation, so I should have cut it off when I saw that. But yeah like if a guy's already acting shady and you're not being accountable and you're already making excuses or you're not showing up to the things that you say you're going to show up to within those first three months I feel like hmm you must really not be taking me seriously because you already doing all the things that I don't like what do you guys have to say yeah I completely agree for sure. Yeah, I definitely agree. I agree. Alrighty. So we all basically agree that with the whole cutting off situation, it's all about how how much it is that we can take. I guess the old saying is we'll know when we're tired. We're tired when we're tired, basically. So my next question for you guys, have you ever been lied to early on my god yes <laughs> <laughs> tell us a story let's be juicy tell me a story <sighs> okay so i was 18 just graduated high school okay didn't know nothing about nothing i was minding my business in a serious parking lot 
And this guy comes up to me. I thought he was so cool because he was smoking a cigarette. My God. Okay, are you cool? <laughs> and so he's trying to talk to me, and then he tells me, oh, I'm 25. I'm like, ooh, that's too old. I'm, I'm good. I'm good off of that. And he was like, Sec, no, I'm just kidding. You know, I'm 23. He lowered it. I was like, mm, okay, maybe we can, maybe we can make this work. So whatever, um, we start dating, start having sex, and I'm just like, ooh, I never had nothing like that. Hold on, you know, I just graduated high school, never really had a boyfriend like that. So she was like my first. Wow. Anyways, so I used to make fun of him because he was 23 and I was 18. Like, oh my gosh, he's so much older than me. No, 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 no. Just always joking with him. And then I think on the fourth month, he finally confessed to me, hey, I'm actually, I forgot, whatever 18 plus 12 is, he was 12 years older than me. Ugh. He didn't look 12 years older? (laughs) No! Yeah, that's kind of funny because just, yeah, I remember this person. Yeah, he definitely did not look 12 years old. <laughs> so he looked good for his age. He looked real good for his age. And he wasn't that tall, too. Like, he was, like, perfect height for, like, Shannon. So, it, <laughs> so to be honest, yeah, no, like, I would have never, like, I would have never guessed. But let me tell you, that 12 years experience had me hooked like a fish, okay? <laughs> feel when you found that out though like I could only imagine just like reading his license and being like 32 (laughs) what (laughs) at 18 yo like at 18 like what (laughs) I was so upset but then I came out the benefits and then there goes you know that daddy issue like I didn't have my daddy you know doing this to me so it's not oh this man doing everything, you know, but whew, thank God for deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. What, what were you about to say, Sama? I was going to ask Shannon, do you think that he kind of set the bar for every other guy that you dated after that because he was older and more mature and did things for you? I love that question. Mm-hmm. Um, yes and no. Um, it's well, I said yes because like, he knew what he wanted. He was like, all right, we're going to get married. Da, da, da. I was like, okay, yes. I want to have your babies, all of them. <laughs> so, you know, but then I I became to know Christ, and I realized, wait, wait, hold on. You know, the things that I valued, I don't value that anymore. Like, we had a great relationship, but he would be cussing. He would be smoking. And I realized, wait, I don't value that, you know. But I did appreciate how he was always there for me how he provided, 
So in my next relationship, I did look for that. Like, hey, are you going to be a provider? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello? And it's not even about being being like a gold digger or anything. It's like, yo, are you going to provide? Can we hold each other down? Because that man held it down. Okay. He's the reason why I had my associate's degree. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I mean, no, it's good when you could get out of an experience. And even though, like, it wasn't always that great, like, you can say that you took something for it from it. Because, like, obviously, you know, a person is a lesson or a blessing, you know. And maybe you gain some type of lesson for them. I but did. yeah. But I definitely um, want to chime back on that provide question. Like, do you guys feel like it's required for a man to provide? And when I say this, I don't mean like, you know, we're not getting our own money. Like, but do you feel like the man should be doing majority? Hmm. Um, Majority as in finances or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it all depends. Like, yeah, it could be finances. Okay. It could be like him doing most of the work, or like, does he have to help in the house, or are you the person that does most of the housework? Like, okay. you know, like, is he the type of person that security? Let's say that security. Ooh, security. Who? <laughs> so when I say provide, I'm talking about security. So do I wow. expect my man to provide me security? Mm-hmm. Of course. And what and what does security look like for you? Because like we did just list a bunch of things. Um, for me, like a lot of the times, like what I say to my um, boyfriend is like, let's say we get married, right? Let's say, God forbid, I'm not around anymore. My idea of security is like, will you be able to support yourself and my children? Like, I want you to be able to have that money, have that like you know good finances. Um, not so much debt and good money management, able to like cook, clean, able to do like in regular housework, laundry, you know, outside of work if you have to cut the lawn, like cut the grass, whatever it may be. It's like I would, so it's like I always use that scenario. Like if I'm not here, we have children. Are you going to be able to provide for my children the same way that it, like my children would be provided for if I was there, you know? So I always use that scenario. I respect that thought because, you know, like, yeah, a lot of times when you get the provide and security question, you're thinking about, oh, like, I'm thinking more so like, oh, maybe my man could pay 60% of the bills and I pay 40% of the bills and I handle most of the motherly work. Mm -hmm. But um, definitely didn't think of it that way. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, if I weren't to be here, can my man, like, take care of my kids like play mom and dad because a lot of times we've already seen like moms play dad before I mean I'm not saying they're always the best at it Mm -hmm. but yeah like can my husband play mom and dad what do you guys have to say Um, I feel like I feel like a lot of like the things that have been listed like doing laundry being able to cook being able to clean I feel like for me, like all those things are like basic necessities that you should be able to do for yourself, that like you should be able to extend to your family or like your significant other, for example. So um, I feel like all those things, like if you if you're able to do it for yourself, if you're able to cook, clean, do all those things by yourself, then you should also be able to do those for like my children as well or like um me as well so I feel like when in terms of um in terms of like security 
like I feel like it is a huge like a huge factor in um like whether like I want to be with you or whether I feel like you're a good fit or a good partner for me um because if you're not able to do those things for yourself then how are you able to do those things for another person you know Mm -hmm. do you guys feel like um most men that live with their parents do you have you had the experience of them not really being able to do those things for themselves? Like, I guess my question is, do you feel like a lot of times the guys that already live on their own and already experiencing life, they're the ones that kind of already know how to do that? Or can you disagree? Because I see you shaking your head, Jenny. So what you got to say? What you got to say? I would say no, because if a man going to be lazy, he's going to be lazy. You know, some <laughs> men, they get their own apartment and they're looking for a person to come in and cook and clean for them. They're not trying to marry them, whatever it may be. Like, honestly, like when it comes to like a guy living with his parents, I feel like, again, like it just depends on that child. Like if a parent raises the child to like, hey, teaches your child, like the parent teaches their child, like, hey, this is how you do your laundry. This is how you cook. This is how you clean. Then I would expect, you know, that child to grow up and be like, okay, I'm going to be able to do those things by myself. But if a parent is like doing all those things for their child, like for their son, it's like, of course, he's not going to learn how to do these things. Of course, he's not going to do that when he goes like, you know, on his own. So, I mean, he may, again, it depends on a person. He may change. Like, okay, I'm going to have to learn these things because I'm by myself. But at the same time, it's like if you're so comfortable being at home, having your mother or your dad do it, it's like, are you really going to be able to move out on your own? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like it all depends on the person. I wouldn't say that guys living on their own because, listen, you could drop off your clothes at the laundromat and pay somebody to do your laundry. Okay? Oh, that's, that's you could facts. order food, DoorDash every single day. OK, like you could live by yourself and like all your money is going towards that. So I wouldn't say like guys living on their own know how to do those things. Maybe yes or no, but who knows? I agree. I agree with her, too. Does anyone else have something to chime in? Okay, and also, like, just to go on that point, like, I really do feel like guys, like, okay, especially of me being, like, African, I found that, I find that all the other African boys, they know how to cook, they know how to clean, they know how to take care of themselves, you know, like, um, but I do find that, like, boys who do, like, completely like depend on their parents or depend on like their mom or their dad to like do things for them they don't learn those skills um so then that's when they look for like a wife to do those things for them um but i feel like as long as a guy has been knew how to live by himself or like or his parents like have taught him to do those things um usually it's good and usually they know how to do those things Definitely. And sometimes it's not even the parents that teach them. Sometimes, you know, there's people that just like look, just watch what they're doing sometimes. Like, because I know me, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to try to, you know, this like belittle you girls but (laughs) like I used to love being with my dad when he would like build stuff and just like do certain things in the house so I know a lot of times girl a lot of girls you know don't know how to do like certain hard work let's say that like let's say mow the lawn you don't see a lot of girls out there mowing the lawn or something like that like those are the type of things I used to do with my dad or like build the computer desk or something like that and I could literally do it without even like reading the instructions, probably just looking at the picture and just, you know, doing my bougie way, but (laughs) my getaway. But yeah, like a lot of times I feel like 
maybe you'll grow up watching what somebody else did and maybe you'll grow an interest in that because when I did want to be in the kitchen with my mom to learn how to cook she'd be like oh my gosh the kitchen's too small like I'll teach you another time Mm -hmm. so now like at 27 it's not that I don't know how to cook but like I am not as interested in cooking because I was always shoved away when Mm -hmm. I wanted to learn. So it just was like, eh, I'm not that interested anymore. I'm going to do it when I have to do it Mm -hmm. and whatever like that. So, yeah, no, definitely, once again, like, your household plays a role in what you turn out to be. Um, Shannon, do you have any last words? Oh, well, um, I mean, I agree with what everybody else is saying. I think it is important for the guy to know how to do certain things because it's like, God forbid something happens, you know, the woman is dead sick for X amount of time. Like, can he rise up and know how to at least put a ponytail <laughs> in the daughter's hair, you know, um, make some food? Because, you know, for me, I, I see marriage as 100 and 100. Like, I'm going to put my 100, you put your 100. So I think it's important um for him to know how to do certain things. Awesome. So, we talked about a lot of things today. We talked about willingness. <laughs> we talked about red flags. We talked about cutting people off. We talked about deal breakers. So, you know, like, we definitely had a lot of opinions about what we expect from a guy. Or, like, through our experiences, what we now expect. So I do want to thank you guys for joining me on this podcast and giving me the spiel, you know, giving me the little spiel. Um, I hope that you guys could definitely come back another time because this conversation was juicy. I want to hear more on discussion delivered. All right. And we not stopping. So once again, thank you for joining me. Um, I didn't tell you guys my handle. So my handle is Valdez. I don't believe there's no underscore. There is two E's. <laughs> so follow me on Valdez and tune in for discussion delivered. See you guys. This was amazing. Thank you so much for having this platform. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, Valerie. No problem. Thank this was awesome. Guys.